This video is brought to you by Blessed Be God Boutique, maker of Catholic fashionable apparel, handmade accessories, and more. A couple of weeks ago, I reported on the news that Francis was doubling down on the biggest lie of our time. He initially promoted the biggest lie of our time, as told by the secular authorities, by publishing his most famous encyclical letter of them all, Laudato Si, back in 2015. That document has been celebrated by the secular world, more than it has been talked about by many Catholic thought leaders. It's always a good idea to remind people that if the secular authorities are celebrating something a member of the Catholic hierarchy is doing, then it's probably not a good thing that they're doing. Since that document was published, Francis expanded its focus with Fratelli Tutti and the Pan-Amazon Synod back in 2019. When on the feast of St. Francis of Assisi, the world witnessed the enthronement of a demonic idol in the Vatican Gardens. Shortly thereafter, the events of 2020 unfolded in what I can only describe as a chastisement from God, which shrouded the world in metaphorical darkness as the sacraments became scarce for most Catholics. Since then, Francis has repeatedly spoken about the need to focus on care for our common home, as he calls it. Given a string of bad news on the created world front this summer, Francis has announced that he is publishing a sequel to Laudato Si on October 4th, the Feast of St. Francis of Assisi. That story is back in the news, so we'll focus on that here. But I want to remind you of how we got to this place in the first place. St. Francis of Assisi is not a saint that has had anything to do with the created world. At least, he didn't until the late 19th century. And then he was fully rebranded into a green saint in the 1960s and 1990s, becoming what we know about him today. That's also key to understanding what we're dealing with in this new encyclical that Francis is going to publish. Our story comes from the National Catholic Reporter, who praises Francis for all the progressive things he does in making the church more and more secular. The headline reads, Pope Francis's new environmental exhortation to be released on October 4th. I don't usually talk about myself here, but here, give you an idea. My confirmation saint is St. Francis of Assisi. I've read a few books and biographies of his life, and this narrative about him is maddening, to put it mildly. He's been reduced to being a mascot for political action, and is really no different anymore than some stupid sports mascot. It's not something I like reporting to you, I don't like telling you that, and I'll have more on how they've destroyed his legacy here in a few minutes, but just know where I'm coming from in reporting this. I have a special place in devotion to St. Francis of Assisi, the real St. Francis of Assisi, not this imposter who gets trotted out every year at this time to help further the programs of the secular allies of Francis. The announcement was made in the Vatican, and Francis himself cited bad weather events and other similar things as to why he's doing this now. He said that himself when he made the announcement about two weeks ago. So, from the article, quote, The Pope's remarks came during the general audience at the Vatican on August 30th. The new publication will come in the form of an apostolic exhortation, a magisterial document written by the Pope meant to draw focus to a particular issue or concern. Francis first made public mention of such a document during an August 21st meeting with European lawyers, saying, only that he was writing a, quote, second part to Laudato Si to update it on current problems, Archbishop Peter Comensoli of Melbourne, Australia, later revealed on social media, that the Pope had also mentioned plans for a Laudato Si follow-up during a July 26th encounter with young people from his diocese. Since then, few details have emerged about the content of the document, with the Vatican Press Office only stating that the document will address 
the, quote, most recent extreme weather events and catastrophes affecting people across five continents. The Pope's 2015 encyclical, the first magisterial document to focus primarily on the thermometer problem, was intentionally timed to be released ahead of the groundbreaking United Nations-related conference in Paris, where nearly 200 nations entered into a historic agreement to reduce pollution. Since then, the Pope has continued to use his decade-long papacy to urge for greater environmental action. The responses to both Laudato Si and the Pope's prioritization of creation care have been mixed, especially among the leadership of the U.S. Catholic Church. In June, U.S. Envoy John Kerry visited Francis at the Vatican. Afterwards, he told reporters, including the National Catholic Reporter, that he considered the Pope a leading ally in the lead-up to the next international summit, which will take place in November in Dubai. The Pope said Kerry is, quote, very troubled by where we are and where we are not, where we should be. The October 4th release date of the new exhortation is the feast day of the Pope's namesake, St. Francis of Assisi, the 12th century saint known for his concern for the poor and for the environment. It is also the date of the final day of what is known as the Season of Creation, a month-long ecumenical initiative aimed at inspiring greater prayer and action on the created world among Christians. And mostly, quote, My favorite detail in all of this is that Francis will be inflicting this document on the church on the feast of St. Francis of Assisi, October 4th, which will be the fourth anniversary of the Pacamama enthronement ceremony in the Vatican. There are a number of myths surrounding St. Francis of Assisi. Now, the first is that saying people tend to attribute to him. Preach the gospel at all times when necessary, use words. It's a nice-sounding saying, but he never said that. In fact, that saying is literally the opposite of how he lived his life. He was notoriously a preacher of the gospel to the point where he annoyed quite a lot of people and took huge risks with his own life to preach to the enemies of the church and to the enemies of Christendom. He always used words. <laughs> He literally never said that saying attributed to him. So if you use it, please stop. It's not something he ever said. The second myth is that he was a big environmental saint. This comes at least in part as a consequence of his famous sermon to the trees and birds, as well as to that famous canticle he wrote. And any biography of St. Francis of Assisi will feature those things. What people tend to forget is that he was preaching to the birds and trees to shame the people he had been preaching to who were trying to tune him out. He was annoying them very greatly with his preaching. It was less a, these birds will hear the gospel and be saved kind of silly thing, because he was actually Catholic and understood Catholic theology. It's less that than shaming the people who were ignoring the gospel situation. But the question is, where do those myths come from? You see, it turns out that there had been an effort by progressive Catholics for literally centuries to reimagine St. Francis of Assisi for modern audiences. That's literally what happened to him. There were numerous theologians that we'd call modernists today who rebranded St. Francis of Assisi as some hippie saint, when in reality, he was much more of a firebrand preacher than anything else. A lot of uh, the you know discourse on the created world today comes from the 19th century, got its start there. St. Francis had more in common with St. John Vianney than with Rachel Carson, to give you an idea of the, of the disjunction here. This reframing of St. Francis of Assisi into a patron saint for all things green and related to care for our common home goes back to the 19th century, but really took on a life of its own during the 1960s. A Hollywood film was made depicting the saint as basically a hippie, even depicting him without clothing for reasons that I will never be able to wrap my mind around. 
And I won't include the name of that film here in order to not tempt you to look it up, but the film poster has a guy on it who is obviously supposed to be St. Francis, depicted without a shred of clothing, because it was the 1960s and people lost all sense of restraint at that point. At around the same time, a Brazilian archbishop pushed St. Francis of Assisi as a saint for the created world. That bishop was Archbishop Dom Helfer Camara, who would be instrumental in the push for a South American pope later on. He, along with secular political figures who were key to building the system we all suffer under today, and who have been pushing for everyone to not own anything by the end of this decade, and their big plan to restart civilization, were key to a renewed push in this area beginning in the 1990s. There were several different pushes throughout history to turn St. Francis into what we know him like today. And thanks to those men, Hollywood and the church, going along with their diabolical program, St. Francis of Assisi is now synonymous with concerns about the created world, which is a tragedy because in St. Francis's life, his calling was to rebuild the church by calling people to repentance and a life of holiness. He was instrumental in a resurgence in the faith in the 12th and 13th century, a true reformation that was very badly needed at that time. Now he's become the tool of the enemies of the church, both within and outside her walls in the promotion of their evil. Now, that having been said, my favorite detail in all of this is that the U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops issued a document reiterating pretty much everything the authorities have to say on this subject. They did that right after Francis criticized the church in America for being too rigid and too political. The irony was probably lost on them, but it's not lost on me. Now, that story comes from the National Catholic Register, who ran this headline. To protect God's creation, seek personal and policy change, U.S. bishops say. Pope Francis established the World Day of Prayer for the Care of Creation in 2015. The bishops issued this statement right after Francis criticized them publicly for not being part of the team, basically. They issued that statement right after he went on some another one of his recent diatribes smearing American Catholics as being too rigid and too clericalist and too hidebound to tradition, being too pharisaical. We've all seen this before, and it's just the timing of this is really funny. It's almost like they think this is going to get them some brownie points with Francis. But I will remind people who might be under the illusion that the U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops are staffed mostly by good bishops who are very orthodox or at least fairly trustworthy on the faith. Many of them are dyed-in-the-wool modernists, just like Francis. They are true believers in the new synodal church of the new advent. That's what they are. They actually are firm believers in his program. Let's get to the article. Quote, Just as Christians have been restored to God's kingdom through baptism, they must seek to rightly order their relationships and society to God's creation, the U.S. bishop said in an environmental reflection ahead of the September 1st World Day of Prayer for the Care of Creation. We must change, Pope Francis invites us to transform our hearts, our lifestyles, and the public policies to contribute to the mighty river of justice and peace in this season of creation, the bishop said Tuesday. The redundant waterways of our country have been have brought productive farms and flourishing urbanizations, the bishop's statement continued. Yet along with economic prosperity and ingenuity, our waterways have been filled with pollution, contamination, and garbage, bringing 
injustice to peoples, creatures, and ecosystems. End quote. I think you get the idea. The whole institutional church is getting behind this effort. Prepare to be inundated with news on this front over the course of the next couple of months, especially as this season of creation kicks off, whatever that means. Some of the fathers of the church taught that the earth was created on March 25th, the Feast of the Incarnation, and that Jesus chose that day to be incarnated on purpose. I'm not sure why the season of creation happens in September, but then again, I'll never accuse the majority of the bishops and cardinals running the church these days to know the first thing about the fathers and what the doctors of the church taught on, well, kind of almost anything on any topic at this point. But I'm curious, what do you think about all this? Are you surprised by this news? Did you learn that St. Francis of Assisi was never really associated with care for our common home until recently in the recent history of the church? Curious what you think about that, so let me know in the comments. And uh, hit like and subscribe if you haven't. It does help, so to share this on social media, that helps too. As always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.